why I'm switching from dynamic ad insertion and why I used it in the first place. Hi, I'm Joel Sharpton, and I have been a loud advocate and an avid user of dynamic ad insertion for my podcast for the last several years, I think four at least. This weekend, I moved all my podcasts away from that model and to a whole new media host. Here's my explanation of why I made that move and why I used the technology in the first place. About four and a half years ago now, I met Jay Soderberg, who had just joined the Blog Talk radio team as an executive in charge of their Prime program. Blog Talk did have a reputation in the podcasting industry, but it was basically only for bad audio quality. Blog Talk did, in fact, have some revolutionary tech. Its recording platform, which had allowed folks to host and stream call-in radio-like shows with very little technical know-how or setup, and even more important, their dynamic ad insertion tech. They had not only pre- and post-roll ad stitching, which other companies were using, but mid-roll as well, dropping advertisements right into the middle of the show, which at the time was not only novel, but basically exclusive for indie podcasters at least. Until this point, I'd been hosting or co-hosting three podcasts, but I was hoping to do even more over time. I'd also been very fortunate to have a partner who had basically bankrolled everything, all of the expenses, since I was handling all the technical stuff and the actual editing. To be very frank, in the years before my move to Blog Talk, there were definitely months where paying from hosting those multiple shows and the websites, domains associated with them, it would have been difficult for me alone. I certainly wouldn't have been able to justify starting a new show unless I had investment or sponsorship before it even launched. Blog Talk Radio allowed me to forget about that concern while also taking the expense off my partner. It turned the cost for hosting my shows from 5 to $20 a month for each of them to an actual payment to me in that same range, even though none of my audiences was ever very large. That's why I was happy to use the service and recommend it to others, which was the whole point of the Prime program. Good shows being produced using the technology and then proselytizing to the podcasting masses. Hey, there's nothing wrong with this system. The water's fine over here. For hobbyist podcasters in a small niche where sponsors are unlikely and listener support wouldn't work, this is a way to make a show a plus in the ledger anyway. That's as true today for services like Spreaker's Prime program, which is now open to anyone who wants to, you know, submit to uh, join it. Spreaker is advertising that now. And Anchor's ad system as well, which a lot of podcasters and podcast pontificators like myself have, you know, naysayed over the years, including me. I had negative things to say about Anchor when they first started. But this system is not at fault. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no shame in using it either. Know what it is, know what it could do for your show and for you personally, and then decide if it's the right fit. So, since I love it so much, why have I decided to stop using it? Well, 
again, to be very frank, I'm in a much better place than I was when I started podcasting for lots of reasons, but primarily because I now have a business built on my podcasting and helping others polish and perfect their shows. The expenses I incur for hosting media pale in comparison to my website, my taxes, my software, my hardware purchases, etc. My personal calculations are just much different than they were in the past. Meanwhile, nothing's changed about my belief in dynamic advertising for podcasts in general. If anything, I think the future means more of that, not less. It's the model that YouTubers and the generation raised on YouTube expect, honestly. And through companies like VoxNest, the uh, parent of Spreaker, and Anchor, now owned by Spotify, it appears that that model is going to be available to the masses if they want it. So again, since I love it so much, why have I decided to stop using dynamic advertising in my podcasts? Well, I have my reasons, and they are threefold. Joey had reasons. <laughs> they were threefold. Oh. Number one, there is some exciting new developments happening in media hosting. I had been wanting to try out, well, honestly, I'd been wanting to try out a lot of the different media hosts, but Captivate in particular from Rebel Base Media was compelling to me as they rolled out their beta. And now that it's finally out of beta in the last week or so, I was able to sign up. The timing is very good, right? If you want to try it, you can use my link here and try it out for a seven-day uh, trial that's in the show notes of this episode. By the way, I'm very much enjoying it since I've switched over. Reason number two, most of my shows are not a good fit for advertising. Well, unless that advertising is super, super targeted. Most of my shows are not really a good fit for advertising at all. I have a progressive religious podcast that I just put on Squarespace to start, honestly, because I didn't want any advertisement in that one from the beginning. I've got another show that is super short personal stories, audio narratives, most of them less than 10 minutes, six minutes in some cases. Tiny audience, no way to fit an ad break in without ruining the flow of the whole thing. So for me and my shows, the kinds of ads that are being offered are just not a good fit. Reason number three. I want to try some new things with always listening here specifically. Things that just won't fit with having a generic insurance ad or a burger joint. Specifically, what do I want to try? Direct podcast sponsorship. We're going to do promos for your podcast, for your service, for your event, all at a reasonable rate based on demand available today at the link in the show notes. So that's it. I'm experimenting in a couple of different ways with my shows, and I've outgrown dynamic ad insertion personally, at least as it's currently available and for my current needs. But my point here broadly is that that's what I'm doing, not necessarily what you should be doing or what every right-thinking podcaster should do. Is your show a hobby? Is money tight but your passion meter full? then maybe the generic insurance ad and a spot about the burger place is just right for you and your show. As long as it keeps you podcasting, don't let anybody ever tell you different. I damn sure didn't. We'll be back 
September 11 with a regular episode of the all-new, always-listening podcast news from Jay Soderberg and Joel. That's me. Always Listening is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find all of our past episodes, including more than 100 podcast reviews, at alwayslisteningpod.com. In Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. For help on your podcast, visit propodcastingservices.com. Our theme song is Enough from Bethany Raver. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.